there are so many different ways of getting lost. The story tells of a man who got so lost in his own task and his own mission that he lost himself. It's the story of the touchstone. A long time ago in Alexandria, there was a great library. Now, this great library was full of really learned books, but there was a fire and the library was destroyed and everything was destroyed except for one book. This one book was nothing particularly remarkable. It was quite an ordinary book. But at the back of the book, as you often find, there was a little piece of paper written in there. And on that paper was written the secret of the touchstone. Now, the touchstone was said to be the same as any other stone. It was said to be the sort of stone that you would see on the edge of the Black Sea or anywhere, really. But it was said to be one that instead of it being cold to touch... It was really warm to touch when you picked it up. And the touchstone was said to give you the secret of immortal life. You would live forever if you had the touchstone in your possession. So you can imagine the joy on this poor man who picked up this book from a a, a trader for just a few pennies. And he picked up the book and he saw this secret and he read it. And it read about going to the edge of the Black Sea and you would be able to find the touchstone there among the stones on the Black Sea. So he took what possessions he had, sold them, sold everything he owned and set off to live in a tent for a year until he could find the touchstone. So he pitched up his tent right by the edge of the sea. And as he sat by the edge of the sea, he saw a horrible sight. The whole edge of the Black Sea was covered in stones. So he began his quest. One, he picked up a stone and then he threw it. And then he picked up another stone and then he threw it. And so on, day in day out. He just picked up stones, threw them into the sea, as as long as he knew they were cold. He did it for a month. He did it for a year. And then he went back and sold some more things that he could find in order to make enough money to be able to keep going and to buy enough food to keep this quest as he worked his way along. Nine years later, he was still throwing stones into the sea. And it wasn't until he got to 10 years of doing this one task that one day he went down, as usual, to pick up stones and throw them into the sea. He threw one, he threw another, and he kept throwing until one moment he picked up the touchstone. It was warm, it was different, it was sensational. But from force of habit, What do you think he did? He did. He threw it into the sea. You see, we can become as lost in the things that we're familiar with as we can in the things that we don't know, things that are new. And we should learn, learn to be trusting 
and hoping and always ready to find the touchstone in Jesus Christ. The aliens have landed. A few years ago, we bought some giant bulbs and they create giant aliens, alliums as they're known, but I like to call them aliens because they sound a bit more like aliens and it makes me amused. Anyway, these giant aliens grow fantastically. They grow sort of this tall off the ground and they are full of big purple-headed flowers when they come out. But they start every springtime just with a few leaves in the ground. And it's really exciting to see it grow. You watch the leaves come up and then you see these tiny stalks appearing and the buds coming up and they gradually grow and grow and grow and these get taller and taller and taller until eventually a ball appears on the top. And it's like, it's like aliens a little bit because the ball appears and it, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's a real proper sphere. It's a lovely circular shape. And then a bit of sunshine and a bit of rain and it cracks. And it cracks open and you can see the seeds and the heads of the flower beginning to come out. And the exciting thing about the aliens is they don't just burst into a beautiful purple flower, which the bees love. It's full of honeybees and bees coming around. They love the, the flavours that they get from the pollen on this particular flower. It then goes to a seed head, and it, it, it even looks spectacular right through the summer because then it gives you these amazing pointy bits of, bits of seed heads that come out. And it reminds me, it reminds me, you know, Good seed is great. Good growing is great. And we need to give thanks for all the growth that we have around us, for the beauty around us, and for the goodness around us. So when the aliens land every year, I get very excited. I get excited about the growing, about the seeing and the watching and the seeing. And I give thanks to God for that. And I wonder if we could give thanks to God for how we grow and we change, and we mature over time. The parable we've just heard tells us a lot about priorities. This story, too, helps us think a bit about what our priorities in life are. The fisherman's dream. A fisherman was sitting on the edge of the sea, watching his boat bobbing up and down, just relaxing. It was lunchtime and he was quite content. His day's work was done and he was just happy watching the sun shining, the, the waves coming in and just enjoying himself, relaxed, chilled without a worry in the world. Until that is, along came this business person who came up to him and said, what are you doing? sitting there doing nothing. So the fisherman said, but I've done all my fish for the day. I've been out, I've caught the fish, I've taken them to market, I've sold them, I've got the money. I don't need any more today. He said, well, why don't you go back out again? Go out and get some more fish. If you've got more fish, you could have twice as much money. Why would I want to do that? Said the fisherman. Well, if you did that, then you'd have enough money. You could employ more people 
to become fishermen with you and you could make even more money. Why would I want to do that? Said the fisherman. Well, if you went out and they made more money, you could have more money to buy things with. All the different things that you wanted, you could buy them and you could, you could live a life of luxury. You could live without a worry in the world. Why would I want to do that? Said the fisherman. There are so many different ways of getting lost. The story tells of a man who got so lost in his own task and his own mission that he lost himself. It's the story of the touchstone. A long time ago in Alexandria, there was a great library. Now, this great library was full of really learned books, but there was a fire and the library was destroyed and everything was destroyed except for one book. This one book was nothing particularly remarkable. It was quite an ordinary book. But at the back of the book, as you often find, there was a little piece of paper written in there. And on that paper was written the secret of the touchstone. Now the touchstone was said to be the same as any other stone. It was said to be the sort of stone that you would see on the edge of the Black Sea or anywhere really. But it was said to be one that instead of it being cold to touch, it was really warm to touch when you picked it up. And the touchstone was said to give you the secret of immortal life. You would live forever if you had the touchstone in your possession. So you can imagine the joy on this poor man who picked up this book from a, a, a trader for just a few pennies. And he picked up the book and he saw this secret and he read it. And it read about going to the edge of the Black Sea and you would be able to find the touchstone there among the stones on the Black Sea. So he took what possessions he had, sold them, sold everything he owned and set off to live in a tent for a year until he could find the touchstone. So he pitched up his tent right by the edge of the sea and as he sat by the edge of the sea he saw a horrible sight. The whole edge of the Black Sea was covered in stones. So he began his quest. One, he picked up a stone and then he threw it. And then he picked up another stone and then he threw it. And so on, day in, day out. He just picked up stones, threw them into the sea as, as long as he knew they were cold. He did it for a month. He did it for a year. And then he went back and sold some more things that he could find in order to make enough money to be able to keep going and to buy enough food to keep this quest as he worked his way along. Nine years later, he was still throwing stones into the sea. And it wasn't until he got to 10 years of doing this one task that one day he went down, as usual, to pick up stones and throw them into the sea. He threw one, he threw another, and he kept throwing until one moment he picked up 
the touchstone. It was warm. It was different. It was sensational. But from force of habit, what do you think he did? He did. He threw it into the sea. You see, we can become as lost in the things that we're familiar with as we can in the things that we don't know, things that are new. And we should learn, learn to be trusting and hoping and always ready to find the touchstone in Jesus Christ.